0: My dear friends in Christ, grace to you and peace from the God who made your life and the God who has promised to keep it. Amen. Well, today on this seventh Sunday of Easter, we as a congregation have the chance to to kind of focus in on a very small subset of our congregation, namely our soon-to-be-graduating high school seniors, many of whom are sitting out here this morning as we send them off with our prayers and our love. So I'm going to aim my words pretty directly at those guys this morning. But at the same time, seeing as how every single one of us is standing on the threshold, as it were, from what has been to what will be, I think these words are for all of us this morning. I know some of our graduates pretty well. Some of you and your classmates I know more by reputation, most of it pretty good, I have to say. Um, You're a busy bunch of people, I know that. (laughs) I know that you are high achievers in so many ways and that you've taken to, to heart the lessons that have been taught you by parents and teachers to strive, to work hard, to accomplish, to achieve, but I wonder... I wonder when the last time was somebody told you guys to just slow down and take a rest. Hmm? When was the last time someone told you in a loving way to take a time out to grab a blankie and your stuffy and go take a nap or something, (laughs) you know? Probably hasn't happened in a while, and I guarantee you it'll happen a lot less often once you leave your folks' house. Of all the places I could have gone in Scripture to find something to stick in your brains as you get ready to leave this place for adulthood, my mind immediately went to that command of God in the Hebrew Scriptures in the book of Exodus to observe the Sabbath. And it went there not so that I could give you one more thing to do, you know, like get your butt to church once a week, okay? That's not my intent, and I don't believe that that was God's intent either. Remember what Sabbath means. Remember what Sabbath means? It means rest. Rest. And I think that the fact that God has to command us, not just invite us, but command us to take a rest once in a while, says a whole lot about us as human beings. I think God knows that we're constantly tempted to fall for that subtle lie that we are only as good as our last accomplishment. Hmm? We're only as good as that last purchase or sale or that last project or that last trophy or that last ribbon or that last medal or that last pay raise. And so we don't dare stop for fear that we might fail, for fear that we might fail to make someone proud of us, fail to be someone of worth. I think that the command to stop at least one day out of seven is God's not-so-subtle way of reminding us not to take ourselves so stinking seriously all the time. I remember hearing a preacher preach on this text once who reminded us that God can be trusted to get along without our help for at least 24 hours out of a week, right? That we need to be set free from all these silly notions that our self-worth is based on what we achieve and what we accomplish and how busy we are. Sabbath means simply being God's children whose undivided attention and whose company God not commands, just desires, wants for us. God's command to rest, to knock it off, to take a time out at least once a week, whatever day. It's the chance to walk around Eden again, unburdened and unashamed. It's the chance to Take a day off from the mud pits of Egypt. Huh? One day to practice resurrection. One day to be good for nothing except being God's children. The notion that we are what we achieve, it's taught really early on in our life. It was taught to you graduates pretty dang early, too. I figure it starts about the time that you get out of diapers, right? Because by the time you're potty trained... Then all of a sudden, you start getting praised for what you do right, and you get scolded for what you do wrong. Now, granted, the accomplishments, as you look back on them now, might seem pretty minor and pretty small. Making stinky in the potty rather than in your pants might not seem like a big deal to you, but to your parents, it was a work of art. Can I get a witness? I mean, seriously. And that. You know, taking care of your bathroom business when you were just that high soon led to taking care of your own teeth, to taking care of your own room, to taking care of your own schoolwork and homework, to taking care of your own relationships, to taking care and responsibility now for your own life. This explains why one of my kids took about three and a half years to get out of diapers. Um, I used to think that it was just orneriness, but the fact was, that child was just smarter than us parents because that child knew that it hadn't made as long as it could depend on mom and dad for pretty much everything, including the wiping of a backside. That child knew instinctively what it means to be loved, not for what one accomplishes, but simply because the child belongs to the parent. But soon enough, we all grow up, just like you soon-to-be-graduating seniors have now grown up. And parents, they all want beautiful accomplishments for their children, but more than that, you need to know that parents want you to understand that it's not the accomplishments or the achievements that make you a person of worth in their eyes or in the eyes of the God who made you. We pray like crazy that any accomplishments achieved by you will not be the results of some kind of desire and drivenness to finally find some self-worth, but rather that all of those things, all those accomplishments might spring out of this power that comes from already knowing that you are loved, that you're worth enough already, that you are loved perfectly by the ones who made you and by the one who made you. Soon enough now, our seniors are going to want to walk across the stage and you're going to receive a diploma, a certificate of achievement marking all the things you accomplished as a student. And out there in the audience, there are going to be moms and dads and there are going to be grandmas and grandpas maybe, maybe some siblings, aunties and uncles, and there might even be a few tears shed, but I'll guarantee you this, their eyes will not be moist because they're thinking about your ACT score, Hmm? or the last time you got a triple-double in basketball, or that 92 you got on that last calculus test. When they see you walk across that stage, they will be thinking of the first time that they held you in their arms in the hospital, right? They're gonna be seeing you as you walk across that stage, sitting in your high chair, with spaghetti all over your face and in your hair and on the wall next to you. When you walk across that stage, they're going to be seeing you in your footie pajamas, sitting next to them on the bed while they read that miserable Biscuit the Puppy book to you for the 598th time. And this is the way they will always see you. Always. No matter what you accomplish. No matter what career you happen to take on, no matter what salary you pull down or what accolades are heaped on you in the future. Your families, your teachers, this community, this whole community, the community of faith here at Our Saviors is proud of what you've accomplished and we're all anxious to see what you guys are going to do next. We love you, though, not for any of that stuff. We love you because you're ours. That's it. So, give it a rest once in a while, huh? Remember to to stop. And just kind of step out of the stream of life and sit beside it for a time. And remember that God is God and you don't have to be. The good news of God in Jesus, and I want you to hear this very clearly, is that you have been made beautifully. You have been loved beautifully perfectly, forgiven absolutely, and like trees planted beside streams of living water, you already have everything you need to bear the kind of fruit that actually brings light and life into this world. In the midst of all you're achieving, what we pray is that you're going to find time regularly to simply be good for nothing, good for nothing but praising God. And thanking Him that you are already marvelously and wonderfully made. Christ is risen. risen indeed. Indeed. Amen.